Mano sui for so mano and Evie. We're doing the tahi this Thursday, 11th of May. May. May 2023. Just in case you forgot what year it was, and just in case you forgot, we are two days, 15 hours, 56 minutes, and nine seconds apparently away from Mother's Day. Do not forget. It's like we've reminded you, what, three times, four times now? You don't need more reminders, dude. If you haven't got a grip with getting a Mother's Day present, do you really love her? Yeah, do not mess this up. Yeah. Do not mess this up. You will... You will hear from us. Yeah. You you will, I'll You'll come to your us. house, bruh. All right? We're in contact with every single mother in the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up later on the show today, uh, we're talking everything from Mr. Beast, Australia's music scene, the sound of hip-hop in Aotearoa, and we've also got a very special guest joining us on the show for an interview. Evie, tell me a bit about our guest. Our guest today is Savannah Carlton, who is a comedian, musician and poetry writer and i figured since it's may and we celebrate kind of all those things at once it was a really good time to catch up with her and get her thoughts on the industries at large if you will man looking forward to that that's coming up soon but right now we get to talk about oh boy oh boy oh boy tuesday (sighs) we finished recording we went and set our desk and like in the office where our desks are is like faces down to the road um, so we can sort of see what's going on. And, and the road in front of us is like a main road to get onto like three different motorways. It basically like gets you onto Spaghetti Junction. And we watched the rain pick up and the traffic pick up within a span of 15 minutes. Yep. It was like everyone saw the heavy rain and just said, getting on the road now. Well, we were in the room we record in, uh, there are no windows. None. And that is not a cry for help. It's just a mention of we're in here recording. I come out, I check my email, and the most recent email is like, West Auckland, like underwater, like get home, it's a nightmare. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> what? No. And then I had a harrowing drive home. Harrowing. Mm. Harrowing. You had a bad time yeah, driving home? Yeah, yours was home. way worse. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I spent two and a half hours to get maybe, maybe two kilometers. Man. It was hard. Like, two, like I was driving for so long. You put in the chat that you were home yeah and i hadn't even gotten on the motorway yeah i was like an hour in and i was oh man it was rough like i like like you if you if you grew up live in auckland traffic is traffic you're probably the most capable people in the country at dealing with traffic agreed Right, because you just deal with it all the time. But this was like particularly bad, and because obviously the motorway was flooded. Um, but like I like it's like literally everyone in Auckland had the same idea. Mm-hmm. Let's all go home right this moment, right at this and very second. All Let's of us all get were on the set on that motorway. I was in traffic for so long; my ha- car heated up so much that when the rain hit the bonnet of my car, it just evaporated into steam. Ooh. So it looked like my car was smoking out. It was horrible. I, I like I had. Full intention of going home, jumping on the laptop, and continuing the rest of the day working from home. But by the time I got home, my day was over. I'd, mm. fi- I'd officially clocked. I left thinking, half an hour, mm. I'll look after the house. Wasn't so lucky. You you weren't actually, to be honest with you, although my drive was bad, you weren't super lucky either. No. <laughs> kind of my poor house, man. Like, when I was driving home, like... I was quite scared because it's sort of like flashbacks of what we had recently with like Cyclone Gabrielle and then those flash floods Mm. like a couple weeks before that. Things were not good at my house for both of those situations. Like I live in an area with a lot of bush and there's like fallen trees and it's really scary. And I'm like driving home like, man, if my house floods again, 
I'm going to lose my damn mind. Huh. And I got home and it was pretty okay. And then there was that second sort of heavy downpour and water starts coming in. And then the cat drank the flood water. Oh. So now I've got to worry about my stupid cat who just can't keep her paws off anything. Mm. And I was like, well, what is this vet money that I just don't have? You like, I was so <laughs> not happy. But it's all sorted now. We're all safe. We're fine. Mm. Uh, so that's good that's good that is yeah. good to hear genuinely like yeah yeah um your neighborhood like gets slammed every time we have a flood so when that rain picked up i think we were all collectively like evie's gonna have a bad day tomorrow yeah, yeah. <laughs> i live in an area where they probably just like shouldn't have built a suburb mm. but i wasn't there for that conversation because it was like 100 years ago so but yeah. if i was there i would have said "Ooh, let's not you know oh but wet <laughs> not mm. Not ideal, but it's all like all of Waitakere mm. was not in good form. It was, it's really sad, mm. like in all honesty. Yeah. But yeah. 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 So to recap, uh, in case you sort of like missed some of the finer details, um, Auckland got hit really hard. Uh, state of emergency, I believe, still remains in place, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's precautionary state of emergency. Yeah, we had 130 lightning storms last night, but on Tuesday uh, there was torrential rain, 35 millimetres an hour, flooding across roads, gridlocks. Um, there was a severe thunderstorm watch for Tamaki Makoto with heavy rain warnings still in place. Um, rainfall is, uh, passed through Auckland, um, so that high intensity of downpour passed. Um, but the rest of the nation was still in store for a fair bit. Yeah, the, there's other places where we're still a moderate risk of thunderstorms um, going into today. Uh, hopefully not in the afternoon, but if you're in the areas of Northland, Coromandel, Western Bay of Plenty, uh, Rotorua, Taupo or Taihape, there's still thunderstorm warnings today. I think those might even go further down south as well in the following day. So, uh, you know, if you've got anything outside, tie it down. Um, don't travel if you don't need to and stay nice and warm and dry and look after yourself and if you need some company hit us up we can provide that <laughs> um, I'm not but you know like <laughs> there are services out there to support you uh, obviously the go to in situations like this is Civil Defence if you head to the website civildefence.govt.nz you can find out more details exactly about the weather situation up and down the country more on that local state of emergency declared for Tamaki Makoto as well as emergency contacts in your area where you can go to get some help and support if you definitely need it there are plenty of options and services out there available for you do not feel bad about reaching out to them if you need help get help this is a serious time this is what we pay taxes for Savannah Carlton is a, a comedian a bass player she's on the punk scene she's done poetry so it's a good time to catch up with her I spoke to her last night uh, during a thunderstorm so if you hear any strange rumblings or me kind of going at any given time uh, in the interview it's because of that just ignore it it's still really good uh here it is now Hello, savannah thank you for joining me today how are you hi i'm okay how are you yeah well, i'm okay too thanks for asking you've done a lot of creative bits and bobs over the years in music and comedy and i figured this month of may where we sort of celebrate music and comedy at the same time was a really good time to catch up with you uh, so what's what's new in the music space? Um, yeah, so I'm just 
um, kind of, I've still been getting my bearings in Wellington for a while, but I'm just working with a drummer at the moment on a project that uh, nothing super defined yet. It's still very much a WIP. There's a sort of general sentiment that I've been picking up on through some other people I've spoken to this year that punk is a scene dominated by straight white dudes. Um, as someone who is not a straight white dude, uh, is that true? I would definitely say there's a lot, <laughs> but as I wouldn't say it, it's super duper dominated. I think there is a, a good decent number of women and indigenous people in the scene as well, but it's definitely, I mean, if you're going to say dominated as the majority, yes, yeah, it is. <laughs> Do you think that that is changing? Is that getting better or is it getting worse or what's the 411? Um, I think punk has always been relatively diverse and I think that it kind of, I think there's probably peaks and troughs if I had to guess, but I don't really see it changing heaps maybe as, um, I don't know, women just kind of realise that we can actually do anything. Um, I, I would definitely hope to see more non-white people in the punk scene. I feel like that is... It is very white, even if you look at um, gender or sexuality or anything like that. I think the punk scene is very welcoming towards everyone, especially because it's definitely a scene that wants to be really inclusive. I think the only issue I've had is that kind of, okay, no, no, it's not fetishizing, but that kind of trying to bring you in or put you on something or put you on some sort of pedestal to be like, hey, look, look, we really look at what we're doing. You know, we've got this person, um, which maybe some people don't mind that. I personally really hate that. Was the word you're looking for there tokenized? Yes, it was. Thank you. It's personally uh, something that I have really struggled with for a long time um like and, and in comedy it was definitely and more of a thing in comedy as well because comedy can be quite competitive so basically when you are being brought into the space to make a lineup more diverse and 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 as well you'll know when like I know for sure I have been put on things purely because I've been, literally been cc'd in email chains where I'm getting put into a gig literally because they need uh, a, a woman and I think after that happens, you you can only really start second guessing every single achievement you ever have. And like I, I remember when I won Raw Quest in twenty fifteen, um, some guy who lost said that the um the judges had a agenda. And honestly, like to this day, I don't know. Maybe they did, you know. And that really sucks because I worked really hard at it. And so it's kind of a similar thing in music. Um, it's not as bad, but it's definitely that element of. I just want to be, I just want my creative work to be like a standalone, you know, to, to represent me the most. And if you don't like what I'm doing, that's fine. I don't like what I'm doing half the time, but it's just like, that's the most important thing. The most important thing is not like, do I got this or that in between my legs? You know, <laughs> that mm. seems like so irrelevant or stuff like that. What would you say the key difference between the comedy scene and the punk scene has been for you in terms of that tokenization you're talking about? The comedy scene, the tokenization was for the sake of the lineup, was for the sake of the posters and the audience. How will the show be 
perceived and will it get backlash? I didn't really feel like there was much care in the actual scene. And in the punk scene, I feel like it's really more for the scene itself. I mean, especially because, you know, we're all making noisy punk. Like, we don't have an audience. We know that it's fine. Um, But, like, you know, it's it's for us. It's, like, for making us feel good about the culture we're in. And because, and you know, like I said, punk's been through peaks and troughs of diversity and and that way it's kind of it's had those phases way back in the day of extreme gender expression and just totally throwing everything to the wall and then it's gone through also phases of like nazis (laughs) so it's like it's gone through a lot and i think that um you know the punk scene cares to be seen a certain way it's more for the punk scene to feel like we're in a good space that is incredibly inclusive and it, it cares a lot and I've found my issues unfor- like it's hard because it's like well what is the solution um I've found a lot of the issues I've had in the punk scene have been because people were trying too hard or caring too hard and it made me uncomfortable but it's also like you know it's hard to really figure out what then is the right way to approach things I don't really have an answer but then the the comedy scene is um more for the audience sake which also sometimes can be a relief that no one really actually cares whether you're so you know it's it's uh, mm, something that i'll touch on as well um in that trying to lift up everyone um is, is like you know i've definitely been included in this and and i'm happy to talk to you about like obviously being uh a woman and stuff and it's fine I don't not identify as a woman but I also like I, I've realized recently something that's always been true which I'm definitely non-binary or somewhere in the middle gender wise um and I, I didn't want to like touch on that before with myself because I didn't want to have to have like I thought I had to change my pronouns I didn't realize you like do not have to I like not really caring you can call me like she they or he I really do not care but in the punk scene it's been tricky because people will be like oh my god oh my god no like we we like lift up all women like this is a woman this is a woman in a band care about her she is a woman and it's like oh I'm kind of just a person who plays the bass and I don't really want to be seen that way anyway and I don't know how people who fully identify as women feel about that um I don't know their experience but for me it just feels like oh I would rather just play the bass and I, I would just rather no one have a single thought about any of that not even not even my race because you know my you know being moldy for me is a very complicated thing being biracial as well so it's just like you know hey let's just hey just tell me if you like my bass tone or not you know you're in the space where you want to communicate through music and you want to communicate through what art you're giving people rather than how you're outwardly appearing that's so it like I don't think I could have put that into words better like that's that's it like we're all there to express you know hey I came up with some weird sounds that like literally at the moment I've been playing a drill through my bass like an actual hand drill like my 10 drill going through my bass into my pickups going out of my uh, multi-box effects pedal and it's just like it sounds horrible and I love it I'm obsessed with it I can't stop doing it and it's like you know let's just think about that how do we feel about this like can we just bring it back to the drill (laughs) maybe just having more discussion like this being more open about you know 
um, how everyone feels, you know. And I, like, I have not had this discussion with enough women in musical, women in comedy, and I feel like that would help. Really interesting takes there from Savannah on you know, that difference between the punk and indus- the punk scene and the comedy industry and a lot of um, just unique thoughts that I hadn't really heard before. So I really, really enjoyed talking to her. Um, she doesn't know the name of her upcoming band that she was talking about, but when she does, I'll be sure to let you know so you can go and uh, check her out. But yeah, shout out to Savannah for coming on. Awesome chat. As we mentioned earlier on in the show, Mother's Day is this weekend. It is what day, Evie? Sunday. Sunday. Mother's Day. A wonderful day. Probably the most important of the days. Most important of those sort of random days we have throughout the year. Like, talk like a pirate day is nowhere near as important as Mother's Day. No, it's not. It's not. not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right? So, like, in tears, it's like somewhere down the bottom, it's like International Children's Day. It's like, (laughs) that's bottom of the pile, right? Somewhere in the middle is Father's Day. There's not a ton of advertising. It's just like, hey, there's no sales, but I'm sure you're there with like a power drill. Mm-hmm. And then at the top, the one that you can't miss, the one that actually like, the the, the day that hospitality workers fear the most, mm. Mother's Day. Mm. It's a big one. It's a big one. Have you booked brunch? Because if not, too you're late. not yeah it's too late Those it's too late are gone girl they're done yeah no i like my sisters were trying to book something for our mom like three weeks ago and it was booked out mm-hmm. they wanted to take her to the chelsea sugar factory oh yeah but it was all booked out so i think we're just doing we're doing brunch actually reminds me now that i think of it i haven't text to organize the dinner that i've already had planned but i've had it planned in my head right okay for so like first step is done you had it in the in yeah the i've had it i've been like i know what i'm cooking I know when we'll go around. I know what day we're going to do. I just haven't told my mother. I haven't told anyone. Doing that. I told my sisters. What if she goes out? God forbid if she goes and does something she wants to do on Mother's Day instead of my plans for her. <laughs> oh. I'd be so upset. It's it's Mother's Day is like genuinely like it's it's such a commercial day. There's so many of them, eh? Like even as much as I love Valentine's Day and I would never want to publicly be like boo Valentine's Day because mm. I want presents. It's just like it's a made up. It's mm. like a made up day, so we have to spend money. Mm. But it's like that's my mom. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Like you put the poster <laughs> up there. It's like buy your mom something. I'm like, you got me there. I do love my mom. I do need to buy my mother something. Get my mom. Like I want to buy her an island. Like financial. Like but like fi- like emotionally, I want to buy her an island. Mm. But financially, mm. I, it's more sort of like um, a drawing of an island. Mm. Mm. Um, postcards. Postcard yeah. from a made-up island. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, actually, just out of curiosity, there's plenty. Like you know, on like Valentine's Day, they put Valentine's movies on TV. Mm-hmm. Is there a mother's TV show, like a mother's show or a mother's movie? Like, um, that maybe Love Actually, but that's for Christmas. Yeah, is I feel there like, just, like Freaky it ha- Friday? Oh God! Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose you could say that. Have you got, have you got anything in mind for what you're going to get your mother? Uh, I I have bought her a gift, which I will not announce, but it's the same gift I buy her. It's a chunky necklace. I got her a chunky necklace from the mall. She nice. loves it. She loves that shit. Um, but as long as I don't, like, prank her, I think it's kind of like... Have you pranked her before? I have, yeah. <laughs> for Mother's Day? No, it wasn't. I didn't realise it was Mother's Day when I did the prank. So you f- didn't know it was Mother's Day? <laughs> no, it's not my fault. We were overseas visiting my auntie, which is a whole story in and of itself, to be yeah. honest. We are in America. And we were coming back, just the two of us. And I think because in America it's like a different day, it didn't really... Pro- like, she didn't know either, mm. to be fair. But we're at the airport and we're like, I thought it was real funny to go like, Mum, she's like, what? I'm like, 
I don't know where my passport is. I've I've lost my passport. Oh no. Like where is it? She loses her damn mind. Yeah. Like and I Parents and then I'm do. like, jokes like here it is, my passport. I'm cracking up. She hated it mm. so much. She didn't talk to me the entire way home. So like three hours at the airport, twelve hours on the plane, another couple hours like back to the hut. She didn't say a word to me. She didn't even look at me. Mm. And I was like, man, man, I really... that I thought it was really funny, though. It is still kind of funny. It's <laughs> so cruel and unusual. And not only that, you didn't buy her a gift, and you forgot it was Mother's Day. So there's so many more problems to this. Actually, you know what? That, that makes me think. I want to know what's the... What is quite possibly the worst thing you could get your mother for Mother's Day? Have you bought your mother a bad Mother's Day present now i think like as far as jokes go like some people be like oh vacuum cleaner but i'm gonna be honest if i was a mother and somebody bought me one of those brand new dysons i'd be pretty stoked you know like i think anyone would be pretty happy with one of them vacuum cleaners with the light on the front oh wireless it just has a battery and charges that's a great mother's day present misogyny jokes aside that is a great present fancy everyone's fancy vacuum i want a fancy vacuum Someone. (laughs) (laughs) What is a bad Mother's Day present you could possibly... What is is the worst Mother's Day present you could possibly get your mother for Mother's Day with Chuck a Polyp on the Tahi story, as per usual? And this time I might actually remember to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I keep forgetting it. (laughs) I keep saying there's a poll. I forget to do it. There's definitely a poll. There's definitely a poll. The poll didn't go up on Tuesday because I was stuck in traffic for two and a half hours. Yeah, that was no one's fault. No one's fault. No one's fault. Except whoever invented climate change. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Yay. Speaking of buying Mother's Day presents, I think we would all buy our mothers something really nice if Mr. Beast all donated us $10,000 US. <laughs> all right, Mr. Beast, if you don't know who he is, a massive, uh, I, I want to say social media, but I'll just say digital content creator um, who, like, very much all of his content is giving stuff away. He's, the funny thing is, I sometimes miss things in the world. I, mm. I, don't, I don't know. I didn't know who he was at all. And someone was like, oh, he's the most followed like person on YouTube. He's like mm. huge. He gives away like millions of dollars. And I'm like, never seen this man in my life. Like, sorry to this man. Mr. Then, Beast has done more for like Americans than the government has. Like, he, like, <laughs> like healthcare is so expensive there. And Mr. Beast just comes through and is like, like, I'm going to pay for people to see again. I'm going to pay for people to hear again. Yeah. Like, like, he's like, like a real philanthropist. Like, so you why can't... are people beefing on him? All... I, 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 I think there's I, like, I don't, know. I, I don't like um, just disregarding people's like concerns as like, oh, they're just jealous. But I think, I think in this case, there's a fair bit of like, just like, why is he giving away free stuff? Like, you can't deny that like, it's, it's a good thing that he's doing. But I, the reason we're mentioning Mr. Beast is because everyone was sharing this yeah. goddamn photo on Instagram of Mr. Beast, and they were like, well, just give this a shot. And I was like, what is this? And, and it's like him with like a, just a, a suitcase. suitcase of money. Just like the most ballerific thing you could possibly. And may I add, a shocking sweatshirt shirt and, oh, yeah. and cap. Like this dude, dress, like you know how people say like the richest people dress like trash? Yep. This dude is Bill Gates level of unfashionable. <laughs> and he's just sitting there with this thing of money and he's like, hey, tomorrow I'm going to give away, t- I'm going to give 10 people $10,000 if you like and share and, and put your name in the comments or whatever. Um, and everyone was sharing it. Yeah, man. I saw everyone. it and I'm like, who is this man? If I knew somebody that got money from Mr. B, that is so funny. Imagine, like, mm. you like, 
Yeah, dude, we took a holiday. Mr. Beast sent me 10 grand. Yeah, you're like, hey, man, how'd you get this house? How'd you get this real nice house? Oh, I won a Mr. Beast Instagram yeah. giveaway. He picked my name on a Instagram, and now I own a Dyson vacuum cleaner. Yeah. You know, like, that's the 10 grand gone that's right That's the 10 there. grand gone right there. That's how much it costs. But, yeah, I don't know. I find it kind of, like, weird and, like, kind of spooky vibes that, spooky like... Vibes. I saw just the, the thing about him giving people hearing aids and stuff. Mm. Like, if you're this person who's been, like, years trying to get this sorted out, and then this random, random YouTuber is like, here you go. Like, that's isn't that a little bit, like, like it's awesome. But it's also like, spooky? man, the health system over there is shocking. Yeah. That post, by the way, had two, uh, 21.6 million comments within 24 hours. Oh, my God. That doesn't tell you the state of the economy and how people are. <laughs> like, yeah. I, but mind you, even if I was rich, I'd still be commenting on Mr. Beast saying yeah, well, like, I mean, because yeah, he lives, right? You're like, i got to get my money somehow. I'm going to get it off Mr. Yeah. Beast. Hey, Mr. Beast, I have fi- I love a love is to pay, all right? I got money I'm going to send over through Western Union to my family back home. $10,000 would last me a solid two weeks of sending money back home to mm. Samoa, and I would love and appreciate you. Mr. Beast, if you're watching, please pay my... Fi- I love a love is. I will love you forever, bro. I'll say nothing but nice stuff. Gee, I'll give you a title. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I'll give you, gee, Loango, Mr. Beast. All right? I'm telling you, gee, you're good in Patsumia. Pay my ties, gee. Like, Is it like the most liked post on Instagram? Because I remember I for ages the most liked post was an egg. Uh, no, it's a photo of Selena Gomez, I think is the most liked. Is it? Or is it? Oh, with her with the Coke bottle or something. Yeah, or is it she the most followed person? I don't know. I think she's the most followed person. I mean, there's that. We could spend hours talking about mm. the Selena Gomez, Kylie Jenner, Hailey Bieber, Kendall Jenner, all of them drama. But, um, you know, I don't think you'd want to know about it. Mm. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I genuinely wouldn't give two shits. All right? Yeah, that's fair. Pardon my French, but I would not. I would not care. But hey, if you shared that Mr. Beast post, well, good for you. I hope you win. Yeah. Best of luck. Best of luck out there with with Mr. Beast, the financier of the American people. Speaking of things that do pay, friendship pays. Friendship is one of the oldest currencies known in the book. Mm. You know a guy who knows a guy Mm -hmm. who knows things that fall off the back of trucks. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we mentioned earlier in the show, you had some um, strife at your home over the over the last couple of days because of the floods. Had some strife, but luckily for me, I'm trying to collect sort of like, um, I'm trying to make a Marvel reference, an infinity thing of friends who can do stuff that's useful for me. <laughs> so, like, uh, electrician mate came over, made sure the uh, electricals were good. Everyone needs free. a sparky in their for life. Free. Yeah, yeah, no, he's real nice. And then, um, you know, other mates who, like, know a builder guy who came around to help as well. My friend's boyfriend is a plumber, came around to help very useful so i'm trying to sort of stack up my friendships in a way that's the most beneficial for my life so luckily at the moment got a lawyer that's crazy that's a good one Uh, i've got one doctor also real good um we've got a guy working at uh the courts which i feel like must be useful at some point yeah probably yeah like probably and then we've got like a lot of hairdressers a lot of hairdressers Mm. which is like at a certain point like Really, only one of them is useful. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm trying to get a few more. I want a painter. Trying mm. to meet a painter to be my friend. I'm trying to um, meet a guy who maybe can get me a discount on one of them vacuums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get like a guy who could, so someone who could do my kitchen. Mm. 
Um, but it's it's challenging to meet the right people when you're trying to make friends based on what people occupation, can do for you. like just hang outside the university and go, hey, when are you guys having a yeah. grad party? Like, I'd love to. Yeah, you know, you guys. I I think like doctors. 100%. Oh, real useful. Everyone needs a doctor friend. So, they, you know, like, there's nothing better than just being like, hey, is that rash? Yeah. Is that normal? And then be like, yeah, 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 yeah you're fine. I think like, he hates it, but he'll, like, come around to see me, my mate who's a doctor, and I'll be like, hey, so before we catch up, so, like, my back hurts, like, this is sore, like, what's going on, what's going on? And he's so nice about it. Like, he'll, like, be like, all right. And he's like, your posture's just garbage. Like, sit up straight. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, my mom is a district health nurse and one of my sisters is studying to be a nurse and the other sister is a St. John ambulance driver. I'm good for that stuff. I love it. It's so handy. Ooh, just yeah. be like, like if the doctor prescribes me any medication, I just text them and I'll be like, hey, is this any good? And they'll be like, yeah, it's yeah. all right. Or, oh, that's a little strange, but you know, you know what? They're like, you should probably take someone with you to your doctor's appointment so they understand. I'm like, cool. I got just the person. I once I went to hospital to get like some stitches and that after an accident and I took my mom and she just like rushed us through there. She was like, oh, she was just talking to the nurses and that and they just, they looked after me. I got great treatment. Amazing. But you know what? Speaking of tradies and things like that, you should always have some a friend. Like you should have some friends that are tradies, not mm. just because they're tradies, because they're good people. But I feel like the economy has changed a lot. Because like five years ago, you could get anyone to do anything for a box of beers. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That would get you so far. You didn't need to be mates. You just had to offer up a box of beers. You're like, hey, I need to move this couch all the way across Wellington. Can you carry it? Box of beers. Someone's like, yep. Yeah. Come do it. Honestly, it was like, ah. Oh, I need to get I need to get a new speaker system put in my car. Mm. Box of beers? Like, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh mean, all right. Oh, that's what I need. Someone who can put a new sound system in my car. Do you mm. know how to do that? I think Sparkies can do that. Actually. Oh really? Yeah, I'm not too oh, sure. Oh, that show that makes, I'm gonna be way nicer to my Sparky. Yeah, you yeah. probably should. Sparkies are great, great people, and they love a box of beer. They do love a box of beers, <laughs> man. They, yeah, they love a box of beer like Mel Gibson loves beer. You know, like they, they, man, they go bananas for that stuff. <laughs> Get to Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a friend named Mel yeah, Gibson. Yeah, Mel Gibson. No, you don't want a friend like Mel Gibson. I mean, I do have some friends that are actors, but it's not very useful for me. Yeah, it's not. Like, <laughs> like you're not I getting love, me on show. I love street. having like friends who are celebrities, but they're kind of like, we're friends because I like them as a person, not because they're useful. Mm. Like, I, I, that sounds real rude, but like, none of my celebrity, I'm not calling any of my like really celebrity friends and being like, Gee, do you, do you know anyone that knows how to put drywall in? Like, you know, like, I'm not... That's never going to ever be... A th- and I'm, like, I have no desire to, like, be a celebrity like that. So I'm just, like, they're, they're kind of useless. But it's, like, if it's a testament to our friendship, it's because I like them as a person, mm. not because they're useful. And I mean, honestly, though, like, actors are hard to like. Let's be honest. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Love yeah. them. No I'm offense like, to actors. No, I love you guys. Love you guys. I mean, but some out. of you guys are... We're like knows. hosting a podcast. We're like, man, actors are annoying. Man, yeah. <laughs> I hate celebrities, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> not a celebrity, just a footnote that. It's yeah, no, I'm like like having friends in the trades is such a handy tool and it really proved itself for you over the last couple of oh, days. I'm really happy yeah. for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank um, you. I wanna I'll take this opportunity to thank all my friends who came to rescue me and who like look after me and bring me dehumidifiers. Shout out to James. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, nah, it's, yeah, it's good. It's good. All right, well, we're jumping across the ditch for this next one. Azealia Banks is back in the news, and this time 
like every other time, it's not great. <laughs> She's been really uh, friendly as usual, but uh, she has recently, <laughs> after a sort of a long beef with the entire country of Australia, yeah. she's reignited it by posting um, on her Instagram stories uh, earlier in the week, calling Australia one of the most culturally stale white nations on the planet. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. It's Rough. just... Sorry. Um, she also added that Australians don't realise how unimportant they are as far as music culture goes because they're deluded with the idea that their whiteness makes Australia an A market when it's truly a C or D market. Uh, but she did uh, want to single out and say that uh, Kylie Minogue, NXS, ACDC and Wolfmother are not included in this. Uh, she, she's, and I'm, I'm good with that. I like Kylie Minogue. Mm-hmm. But she said, Tame Impala is just cheesy to me. That's so funny. It's, but like, like real talk, it bothered me. Mm. Like, although I agree with her that, was, like, uh, there are things about the Australian music scene, like many other music scenes, that aren't great. Mm. There's also like an incredible, and I'm just talking about my experience as Pasifika. The Pasifika music scene in Australia, the Indigenous music scene, is so good. I mean, like, genuinely, like one four is such a powerhouse and sort of changed hip-hop in Oceania mm. in so many ways. Kid Leroy, an Australian who went is on to Is the Kid Leroy it. Australian? Yeah. Yeah. He's from Sydney, I think. I did not know that. Yeah. And, Shout out and, to the Kid Leroy. And he is a powerhouse in the music scene. Um, you've got incredible artists coming out of there, like Saint Lane, who mm. is uh, Fijian. You've got uh, Lisi, who's Samoan. You've got Tali, Samoan. Like, you've got some incredible Paspika and uh, um, uh, indigenous talent. Um, Miss Kaite. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Like, like, there's just such talent there. And I feel like to just kind of, like, paint it and be like, oh, it's a stale white market. It's like, I think almost every market in the world is, like, white right i mean there's a lot of stale white markets yeah that's a fair thing to say but i feel like that just uh, ignores some of the incredible indigenous brown talent that we have out there so like although i I like kind of got what she was saying i was also like she didn't mention and therefore like the exclusion is a statement on its own and i was kind of like ah you you can't you can't yeah i just felt because there's some incredible Bosvika and indigenous Australian artists and it just kind of like hearing her say that was kind of like uh, but yeah. like do I expect political correctness from Azealia Banks? Not on this day at this time. Yeah, Maybe no, in a like, couple of years. Yeah. You're so right though because you showed me a bunch of that music mm. when you first started here and I was blown away like so good. Lisi makes some amazing Amazing records. music. Like I think Australia as well like I mean, I did think that, okay, I thought Tame Impala were from New Zealand for ages, and I thought they were called Tame Impala for, yes, like, same. I years. Did too. Yeah. Years. But, like, Tame Impala's great. Like, I went to the show with all the other um, teenagers that went. It was great. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of great rock music that's come out of Australia mm. for ages. And, like, Melbourne is always popping off with a nice little indie mm. band with some flared pants. Keep me away from <laughs> that. I love it. It's just, yeah. it's kind of... Um, it kind of cracks me up because I love beefing on Australia, but it also you're absolutely right in that it's like you are actually yourself excluding a bunch of people right now. Yeah, you know? it's like it's like I know it's kind of their case of like, oh, you didn't mention this, so therefore you're hating on it. So it's like, but it, it's it's the exclusion that's a statement to me, and I think that says a lot, and it's just kind of that ignorance. But I think, admittedly, it's a problem a lot of people have when they talk about the Australian music scene. Mm. They, even the Australian music scene itself is quick to neglect and, and underappreciate the incredible talent it has coming out of it. So, 
Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Azealia Banks. Once again, I cannot agree with you. I hope she starts beef with me. That uh, the be... last person on earth you want beef with is Azealia Banks. Well, that woman will burn herself to the ground before she lets anyone else win. Yeah, but also, like, you're up there with, with people that are so, like, Beyonce. I mean, when she had problems with Beyonce for a minute. Russell like, Crowe. Ross, anyone. <laughs> like, Liam actually has this T-shirt that has on the back a list of everyone that Azealia Banks has ever beefed with. Oh my and goodness. I want to be on that list. I mean, why not? It, it doesn't seem too hard to sort of get it started. Like, mm. I love her music, but... Like, I don't know, I'll find something. Australian music scene, we see you, we love you. Yeah. I'll have a quick mention of my choice, and then we'll mention that. People can read the full article on RNZ. Cool. Um, We got up to two minutes. But we got about six minutes in total for the whole thing. So, yeah, just intro the article, and then we can have a little chat about our choices. But uh, keep it brief. Yeah. Let people read the article. Uh, Can I get a thumbs up? If we're ready? We were recording. Oh, it's we are recording already. Okay. You can see it now. Oh. No. Today I learned. Today I learned. Till, till. Um, <clears throat> Since it is Te Marama Poro Aotearoa, New Zealand Music Month, we've been celebrating in a lot of different ways, and one of them is we did. A, we actually appeared a, in an article. Oh, amen. On uh, Radio New Zealand, because uh, are we local celebrities? Apparently yeah. Apparently we're music heads. We are. Yeah. Um we were just asked to provide like our favorite New Zealand music moment or our favorite song right now. And uh, I took the opportunity to once again mention Vera Allen's album, Ideal Home Noise, and also do a bit of a shout out to Flying Nun in general, an awesome label that have been going forever in New Zealand and they're great. And then who did you mention? Uh, North Shore Samoan alumni, LB. Um, I'll let you read the rest of the article for more of the nitty gritty, but I really love LB. I, I really want to see more from LB. And it was kind of like a no brainer when you mentioned some of my favorite New, New Zealand music was to be like, yeah, that project to me was like a real embodiment of New Zealand hip hop and sort of the growth of it. And you can read more about that article where, Evie? On rnz.co.nz with other people who are really like, it's yeah, there's, like, with, like, there's it's, like us in between, like Glass Savali and things like that. Dame Hinawehi Mohi's on there. Yeah. And then it's like her, then me. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, there's no better way to find out that you're a D grade celebrity than like being sprinkled amongst some real talent. Eh? Yeah. But yeah, check that article out for our full deets. But uh, we're running out of time on the show today, so let's get into the outro. We usually do have so much prep that goes into the show. Like, just like behind the scenes, we're ripping back the curtain. We like the day before the show and like we prep sort of like what we're going to talk about and things like that. We had to gut so much because we just talked so much today. Yeah, we had a lot. Well, I was quite peppy this morning because I had extra coffee. Thursday shows are always like, I think it's just because you're nearing the weekend. Mm. You just, there's something that's just real relaxed. And you notice it in just how people communicate. Like, as the closer you get to the weekend, the like less people talk about work, the better they feel. It's just Mm. a nice feeling knowing Friday and Saturday are just around the bend. Oh, I love a good weekend, mate. I really, (laughs) I don't know about you, something you might not have thought of, but weekends Mm. are mean. I, um, as somebody who formerly worked 80 hours a week and was a bouncer, Mm. I appreciate my weekends more than I think anyone understands. Because, like, Saturday, Sunday were just another day. Sunday, Sunday was like a goodish day for me when I was bouncing because it was like cool like realistically get to bed at like 7am mm. and I was like cool I can get maybe 6-7 hours of sleep or I could just scrub Sunday and just sleep in mm. Sunday and Thursday Thursday for some reason was like a day where I'd just come home and I'd sleep like I'd go to bed at like 5 
for work the next like it was just like a weird day for me i'm so grateful to have weekends again is what i'm getting to and i really miss a long weekend and i can't as much as i love may bring on june baby i need a i need a long weekend and a short work week i go on my holiday in june oh do you yeah yeah, i go on my holiday i'm going to um hobart to go to the dark mofo festival i think it's so funny it's so funny to be like i'm going on holiday where Hobart. Oh, yeah. No, my sister lives there. Oh, and true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My little nephew. But, like, Dark Mofo, I love the name so much. It's my favourite festival. They've had some hits and misses. There's been some controversies. I want to acknowledge that. Mm. I know. But it takes up the whole city. It's beautiful. It's an arts festival. You get to see some weird art mm. and a bunch of weird bands, which is very... It's all very Eevee stuff. It's like, very here's Eevee. a post-punk band from Russia and they have 9,000 followers, and that's it, and they're coming. I'm like, yes. Have you seen that rock band? I see I see them all the time on TikTok, and I think they're Mongolian, and they do, like, the throat singing. Oh, The Who. Is that their name? Yeah, they're called The Who, like, in reference to The the Who, the other rock band called oh, The really? Who. Oh, really? But they're The Who, H-E-O. Yeah, I love those guys. They're so good. They like, came I to Auckland. Was like, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch of, like, Tibetan monastery-looking dudes and, like, full, like... On it, like it was just cool. Like I watched it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's kind of, it's pretty metal." It's like, sick, man. It's yeah. real. It's real awesome. I think that's one thing I really love about metal in general is you can kind of do whatever you want with it, mm. and people always find like new, weird, and interesting ways to either like bring their culture into it in a way, or like it's like with Alien Weaponry, right? Like mm. they do like thrash metal, but all in today it was really cool, and all their music videos are like historical events, mm. but like honestly, a lot of New Zealand history super metal. I'm so metal. Their name is escaping me right now, but the Samoan rock band? Oh, um, uh, Shepherd's Rain. Shepherd's Rain. They are awesome. They're <laughs> so good. Like, they're metal as on stage, but they're, like, the loveliest people. Like, they're they're such sweethearts when you talk to them. I've met them, like, once or twice. They did um, Music at the Parks, and I was just like, this is gangster. No, like. they're, they're so good, and the production on their music... Unreal. 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 Now they're awesome, but yeah. I don't know how we got onto metal, but... Because we were talking about you going to Hobart for oh, a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, where you going? Oh, I'm going to Fiji. Oh, you? Oh, well, you know, I might go to Europe. And Evie, where are you going? Hobart. Hobart. <laughs> Hobart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I mean, like, I'm, look, I'm not going to sit here and say it's like the best city on earth because that's the heart, but like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. All it's, right. it's not... I mean, it's nice. It's a cute, very quiet place, and but everyone has a four-wheel drive and... Of course they do. Yeah. You know what I think the, this week has really done is I think with all this wet weather, men around the country have been like, babe, this is why we need a ute. Yeah, I want the Hilux. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah, why yeah, we, yeah. Babe, this is why we need a four wheel drive. Mm. Is this weather right here? And like I would argue, that's the reason we have this weather right here. <laughs> Introduce the U-Tax already, man. All right. Anyway, I think that's about <laughs> enough time for the show today. We're wrapping it up. Uh, we hope you had a wonderful week. Thanks so much for joining us. Next week, we've got some great interviews lined up. Um, uh, and until we see you then... Um, kakite. Oh, see, oh, see you next Tuesday. I always forget, and then I get so excited and worked up about it. See you next Tuesday. So far, so we... Oh. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.